Oh my god! Stop asking. <laughs> no, consent is consent is always necessary. I mean, yeah. Kevin Morrow just posted this. Exciting. The divorce part yeah. of that is what I'm very excited for. It's Elton John music. I'm so excited because the worst part is my top three favorite movies of all time. I was talking to, I was trying to explain this to somebody. And for the past four months at my job, hold on first. Hello and welcome to another episode of Thought Shared Soul Bird. I'm Katie. And I'm Jill. And we're just going to be kind of talking today. Um, but talking I was for almost an hour, just the two of us without even recording anything. Truly. Um, but I was telling somebody, so the Devil Wears Prada Lab is starting. It's very exciting. Just got confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> just got confirmation. Um, the Devil Wears Prada, the most Devil Wears Prada I've ever felt is, do you know how in that begin, once she starts working at Runway, um, Emily Blunt's character, whose name is Emily, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah um to Anne Hathaway's character Andy because Emily has now moved up position that position that she left is just called Emily until uh Miranda deems Andy a name to remember I've been working at my current position at my current organization for four months my supervisor will still refer to me as my predecessor's name Four months. Not when, not, not when she's talking to me. More when she's talking about me in, in broad conversation. She'll say, this person hasn't received this yet. And I'm like, this person hasn't worked for your organization in four months. So it's okay. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. Literally. In like two weeks. We the TBD, but by the end of next month, I will for sure not be there anymore, which is exciting. True. I'm going back to my old job after a year of being furloughed, after it being four to six months turned into a year. Super so. unfortunate. But you know what? We've stuck it out. And I'm thrilled. Oh my God, the A's just scored three. Yeah, I know. I just got the notification and I was like, I'm praying to God Katie doesn't see this. My friend, so one of my dearest, oldest friends works for the A's and she was messaging me this morning and uh, I know Jill is a big Yankees fan and the Yankees are playing the A's right now. Oh, don't worry. The inning just ended, so it's fine. Um, and it's I- in the sixth inning. <laughs> And I, I sent a message to Jill that I sent a screenshot of one of the snaps that I sent my friend after she messaged me this morning. And my friend goes, can't wait to, she goes, I just want to hit a bunch of dingers off this tiny ballpark. And I was like, just got, I think that was the second home run of the night, but that was a three run home run. Exciting. Second home run for the A's. Yes. And you know what? And Jill and I were having this conversation earlier. Jill and I both at some point, soon hopefully, want to move to New York. Jill and I are also I'm planning early next year. That's my goal. You know, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, me as well. Um, but, you know, I'm going to have to choose a New York baseball team to root for. And my option. And I find it disgusting that she doesn't trust her friend. It's not that I don't trust. It's what do I feel right in my heart? This is a very personal Yankees. Do you know why it should be the Yankees? Why? There's a musical about the Yankees. You know what? That's fine. That's okay. I'm just saying. And the musical is about how they always lose. Is it not? (laughs) I need you to relax, please. (laughs) Because um, the have fun players. Those boys are my entire heart. And okay, soul. but okay, you have to understand my decision to say, you know what, if I if I have to choose a New York team, I have to go with the Mets. And the reason I have to go with the Mets is because, I was explaining this to Jill earlier, the reason the Mets exist is because both the Giants and the Dodgers left New York 
in like the same, I don't know if it's the same season, but like they were, had both left. They were close together. Left to California where I currently reside and have resided my entire life. Hence why I'm a Dodgers fan. So the Major League Baseball said, well, now we have a massive market to fill. Yes, we have the Yankees, but now we have two sports team fan bases that have to figure out where they want to put their support behind. And so they decided to come up with the New York Mets and they used orange from the San Francisco Giants and blue from the Los Angeles Dodgers and said, these are your new colors. So it is an amalgamation of the Giants and the Dodgers. And that represents NorCal and SoCal. And I am Cal. My initials are Cal. Literally. (laughs) But with a K, which is different. And so I think I would have to become a Mets fan. My question is, what the fuck is a Met? A Metropolitan. I know that. This is a a joke. (laughs) You know what? What's a Nick? A New York Nick? I hate the freaking shortening of it. I don't know what it is. It just makes me scared. Do you also hate the New York Knicks? No. I don't hate the Mets. I don't hate the Mets, okay? I don't hate them. I just am a Yankees fan. (laughs) So. Because you're basic. And I love my boys. Nothing wrong with being basic. You're a Dodgers fan. What are you talking about? I'm from Southern California, Jill. I'm from the greater Los Angeles area. And my father all over, man. My father was a Dodger fan, is a Dodger fan. My grandfather was a Dodger fan from back when they were in Brooklyn. I am a third generation Dodger fan. So you know yeah. what? This is I started I became a Yankees fan because my dad is a Cardinals fan and I wanted to spite him. <laughs> That's why my mom used to be a Reds fan. Because it was a because it used to be the big I rivalry. Hate the my local team. <laughs> Well, because the big rivalry used to be Dodgers Reds. Yeah. And so my mom was like, I became like, way back in the day, was like, I became a Reds fan just despite them. All I'm saying My mom was my mom lived the first year of her life in Compton, by the way. So like she was born in Los Angeles. My mother is Los Angeles born and raised. So my father, born in Virginia, spent a little bit of time in North Carolina and then moved to California when he was five so you know what the Nationals fan too no I don't how old are the Nationals even they're young yeah I was gonna say I feel like they're a young team I here's my thing okay so here's my thing with baseball so I am a diehard Yankees fan they are my team they are my boys I would die for them except for Aaron Boone piece of shit can't fucking manage a team um but you can cut that out, Katie, because that was really aggressive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but should I? No, because everyone feels that way. Literally, okay, well, then I'll leave it in. I'll what? leave it in. Good. Every Yankees fan has that opinion. I know that for a fact. So, like, we're all like, we were all last week being like, are they going to fire him before the cutoff? They have not. Um, <laughs> so, I am a diehard Yankees fan. Aaron Judge is like my whole heart and soul. I am his forever. I love him, even though he's always on the injured list, except for this season. <laughs> me with Corey Seager this year. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> with Corey Seager was me for two years with Aaron Judge. <laughs> Corey Seager, he got hurt. He needed like Tommy John surgery. He was out. Then he came back and was very, very good for two years. And now he, yeah. now. He got hit by a pitch and fractured his hand. Yep. Which is very unfortunate. Also, Garrett Cole is like, he's grown on me the last two years. I'm obsessed with Garrett Cole now. He's like the cutest thing on the planet. Love him. And his baby, his wife posted a photo of his baby wearing wearing his jersey at a game the other day. And I started crying. (laughs) I was just tipsy enough to be like weeping over that photo. We had a... We had uh, Mookie Betts jersey night the other night, which was yeah. the only game we've lost, like, this week. R.I.P. What does that tell you? <laughs> the Phillies, who swept you. I am so sick of the Phillies being good all of a sudden. <laughs> like, what is this? Um, they, they, we, we won the series. They won that one game. Um, I'm not going to so... say what happened with the Yankees. 
so it was it was Mookie Betts jersey night and he's got like a like a I think she's like maybe like two or three year old daughter cutest little thing wearing a little baby uh Mookie Betts jersey <laughs> that made like it always makes me cry like no matter who the player is it always just makes me cry because I mean, it's so cute <laughs> are you kidding me well also one of my favorite players is about to be a dad like next month like Max that was Muncy. me as Garrett Cole last year because his baby's like not even a year old yet no Max Muncy's about to be oh. a dad um well that's like how Jock Peterson was last year uh mm. wife was pregnant and then I was like oh he's gonna be a dad again um but that was how Kike was too Kike who is all right not R.I.P. but like he went to the right back. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say he's not dead. <laughs> he's not dead, but he's, de- he's not dead. But he's dead to everybody. <laughs> who know? Who knows when the Dodgers will ever play the Red Sox if they ever do? Um, I hate the Red Sox because the Red Sox are American League and we're National League. Um, anyway, <laughs> Kike was like very much like I'm gonna be a dead. He was so excited. Like so- he wore. He kept wearing. Um, <laughs> Like stuff that was like girl dad or like future dad and just said like dad stuff. So, so excited. And then he had a, and his wife um had their daughter and like cutest little girl. Cutest <laughs> little girl. That makes my heart so happy. Uh-huh. I literally, it's so funny. So um I was thinking about like just the Yankees in general the other day. And I was laughing because Never in my life have I enjoyed sports that weren't like dance and gymnastics and whatnot. And which, as we all know, dance is the hardest sport ever. So that was like proven. Sorry, I'm so cute. Like, oh girl dad. He was so That's cute. So cute. Um, and now here I am, like the biggest Yankees fan. And I hate it for me because now I'm like, I've gone, stop. That's. <laughs> that reminds me of New Girl <laughs> Do you remember like in the last season when Winston was like, which of these like maternity photos is like the best one? <laughs> they were all you so think that weird. like I watched the last season of New Girl. I did not. Anything I watched in the last season of New season. Girl, I skimmed just to get Cece and Schmidt content. Okay. I don't like New okay. Girl. Oh, I like New Girl. I thought you liked it. No, I think the show would be better if, I think the show would be better if Jess was, like, a minor character. That's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Where somebody was, like, people felt that same way about Gilmore Girls. Like, after they introduced Jess, it should have just been about Jess and Luke. And I was, like, (laughs) "Mm, can't agree with you there. But I, if we made this New Girl, we made it just about the three boys, that's how I, I think it would be better. Yeah. I just, I love Schmidt. He's my fave. Um, I just love their interactions. Aside from that. I also, I feel like I'm in the contrary. Like, hot take. I don't like Nick. I hate Nick. Nick is I my think, least favorite. I think he's not Nick like, is annoying as hell. like, oh my God, I want my Nick. Mm, no. No. If anything, Nick I want my Nick is financially unstable. He is a train wreck. I would rather die. Yeah. He's not, he's not stable. Maybe in the last season, and even then, I still didn't really like him. And he's always yelling. Why is he always yelling? Like, what's his? My question is: He's a fully grown man who like doesn't know how to like live. He doesn't know how to do anything. Right, and I hate that. Like Schmidt, from the moment I started the show, I was like, Schmidt is my man. Schmidt is my. I like Schmidt and Winston. Schmidt's my whole heart because. Well, it's funny because I got Evan into. Schmidt is more neurotic. But he, he can handle himself. Right. Like, it's so funny because Evan and I were like, okay, out of our friend group, who's who a new girl? Because I got Evan into it while I was watching it. And, and neither of us thought we would like the show, like, at all. And it took a while for either of us to, like, really like it. But we were like, who's who in, like, the friend group? And Evan goes, well, you're Schmidt. And I was like, <laughs> that tracks. Because I am, like, in love with myself. So it makes sense. And then... um. I was like, Evan and Mark are Winston. And Evan was like, I don't, I was like, no, you're Winston. I know that for a fact. And then I was like texting my friend Anna, who's like friends with Evan too. And she was like, no, Evan's Winston. 1000%. I was like, knew it. Told you. And then I was like, Jeremiah's coach just because of the gym aspect. No other reason. Because Jeremiah's not 
emotionally anyone else in the show but I was like the he is coach because of the gym situation and then Connor's just kind of like there but at the same time I feel like Connor's a low-key Nick because <laughs> he's just always high and partying <laughs> oh my goodness and it makes me laugh so hard but I was gonna say something else about the Yankees and then it just like left my brain so I guess it wasn't important and that's not even that important apparently not <sighs> anyway what's going on what's going on broadway wise um american utopia is gonna be at the st james wasn't it supposed to be that like they, we already knew they were coming back it wasn't confirmed yeah it was they were talking about it could have sworn it had already been confirmed they just didn't know what theater they were gonna go because they were gonna we knew the they were coming back well yeah but they didn't like have a theater or anything but they're doing the st james which i'm really excited about I really want to see American Utopia. I think that one's going to be interesting because I know how we were talking about Diana, how that one's going to be a weird, like, they're really in their pro shot before um, they return to Broadway. I think it's going to be very interesting to see. American Utopia has been on HBO for a while. Yeah, but also David Byrne will sell tickets anyway because of who he is. Oh, yeah. So, whereas I think that's also just the show is freaking genius. Like, it's insane. It's a great show. Like, if you have HBO Max, watch American Utopia. It's very good. It's I also, more- as we all know, I am obsessed with Alex Timbers. So, anything he directs, I'm like, go see it. It's like amazing. Like, like I don't, I've never even seen it, but it's amazing. I it's not know. very much like story driven, it's very just performance y. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you need that. Yeah. And the music is great, and the all of the musicians and, are part of the show. It's very, very exciting. And David Byrne released a statement about it, and he yeah. said he said New York is back, and given all we've witnessed, felt, and experienced, it is obvious to me that no one wants to go back to a world where every everything the way it was. We have an opportunity for a new world here. See you there, and that made me like. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> like I was like, I want to see the show so bad. So I'm thinking about like seeing if my sister wants to go up one weekend just to see it because I know she really wants to see it because she loves David Byrne um and also she has friends there so we can say with one of her friends or one of my friends so yeah um Freestyle of Supreme's coming back yes saw that which is exciting it's gonna be at the booth which is where it was before right I think mm-hmm. it was a- I want to say it was at the booth the right. last time it was in? Yeah, the, the last, last time. time. Was it the booth? I want to say it was the booth. Let me see. Yeah. While I talk more about other things. Concord Theatrical yeah. stock and amateur licensing, licensing rights to six. Yeah, I saw it. I'm like, I want to buy it. Like, I want to get the, I want to get my hands on it. I want to. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. There's going to be a bunch of little, you know, eventually there's going to be a bunch oh, of little performances of six little queens little queen can you imagine like high school is doing six like an all-girls school doing six i want to go to a high school that's doing six like i want to see that so bad (laughs) i can't find out moulin rouge is up for licensing and like no one knows about it really yeah because um the like it's like a theater camp or something like that in near the tampa area um that my best friend's little sister's friend and dance friend is like, yeah, we're doing Moulin Rouge this year. And I was like, what? I was like, is that for licensing? And she was like, yeah, like we have like the script. I was like, what? Oh my God. Like, I was like, I'm going to fly down and I'm going to come watch it. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I want to, cause I told her, I was like, I want you to be in Moulin Rouge. Like I want her to be in the ensemble Moulin Rouge cause she is so freaking talented. I saw their recital when I was in Florida and she made me cry. Like every time she was, I was like, you are so good. And I was like, I want to figure out a way to get you an audition for the Broadway company. Because I was like, she's that good. Like, she's incredible. And she's like, but I don't sing. And I was like, you dance well enough. It does not matter. (laughs) I was like, I can guarantee that. But like, she's so good. So I was like, I'm going to fly down and see it just so I can see it. Is it the booth? Yeah. Which is what I said. I know, but I was like, just double checking. Confirming. Oh, you know what? Another one that it released a pro shop that's coming back. What? uh springsteen on broadway yeah i want to see it so next week yeah 
which is wild. And also you have to be vaccinated Mm -hmm. to attend. I really want to go. Like it's like tickets are probably astronomical. I know they were last time. That's why my mom and I like we tried to get tickets when we went and saw Pretty on the trip that we went and saw Pretty Woman, and we could not get tickets. <laughs> they were expensive and it was hard to get, so that was annoying. But I really want to go because I love Bruce Springsteen and that show is so good. Like it's so just like I was talking to someone about like how much I loved it. And they're like it's literally just like him singing, and I was like, but it's like that's what more than American Utopia is. <laughs> right like I'm like but it's like but at the same time like it's you get more stories behind his music and you get to like feel his music more because it's so stripped down and it's so like and it's more intimate because you're in a theater rather than an arena and it's just him like it's not Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band it's just him and it's so oh my god like watching it on Netflix I was like in tears the entire like it's just it's so good so like I really 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 want to see it (laughs) It's exciting. We'll see if that happens. Probably not, but I really want to. What else is there? Um, let me see what else I have. I feel like we've been pretty dry on news. Yeah, this week's been been a little dry. Um, also, Patty LePone announced it was announced this morning. Patty LePone's getting a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yay! I exciting. Saw that. She oh, is awesome. <laughs> I wonder if they're, so what's interesting is for the Walk of Fame, you know, obviously it's the star has their name, but there's also like a little emblem in the middle there. And it usually says, you know, were you on radio or TV or film or theater and, or, you know, other ones. Mm-hmm. I wonder what hers is going to be because she does have such like a prolific. They only do one. Like, can they yeah, only- you can only, it's only like one. Hers would probably be theater. Probably. I wonder that's if her the most prominent. That, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So because like, I'm thinking hers will probably end up in front of the Pantages. Just like, mm-hmm. that's where Stephen Schwartz, Angela Weber, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I think Kristen Chenoweth's is there. Maybe probably. not. I think, does Kristen Chenoweth have one? Let me look. But you know. I think, actually, I think her and Adina got one at the same time. I think, no, I think Kristen Bell. No, Adina was after. Yeah, I think Kristen Bell and Adina got one. Like that's the, what it was, yeah. and that's what I'm like. Okay, was is was Adina's? Was Adina and Kristen's were theirs in front of the El Capitan, which is the theater that the movie theater that Disney owns, mm-hmm. um, on Hollywood and Highland, whereas the Pantages is on Hollywood and Argyle, like almost Vine, but like Hollywood and Argyle. Um, so let me look it up. So does does Kristen Chenoweth even have one? I'm pretty sure she does. Kristen Chenoweth. If she doesn't, I'm gonna riot. I would. You're gonna riot. Yeah, I'm gonna. Thing. I'm gonna get her one. Okay, so yes. So she got hers. Okay, good. Cause I'm too lazy. In 2015. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. So hers was hers is right next to. Come on, this website is awful. I'm glad she already has one. I'm too lazy to like write yeah. about it. Um, dedicated next to the historic, um, next to the historic Pantages Theater. Okay. So then where's Kristen Chenoweth's one? Or not Kristen Chenoweth, Adina Menzel's. Adina. Adina. Are hers and Kristen's next to each other? It, Kristen Chenoweth or Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell. Um, I don't know. Okay, so Adina got hers. Let's see where hers is. Oh my goodness, come on. Okay, it looks like Kristen or hers was also right next to the Pantages. From the looks of it, yep. Yeah, so it looks like they both got theirs at the same time. And then the Pantages is right behind them, so. Okay, that makes Usually, sense. Like, like for like a lot of the theater people, theirs are right in front of the Pantages because it makes sense. That's when I saw Idina at the Pantages. I saw an if then at the Pantages. But well, Patty Lapone, it's going to be amazing to see hers. Um, it's going to be amazing to see her get a, a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. I saw that she was getting one, and then, like, immediately after I saw Keenan Thompson's post about it, and I was like, my kid. Keenan's getting one too? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Mm, he's like, 
so deserving. He literally- a little TV. Keenan Thompson is one of my like absolute favorites. I Keenan Thompson has been doing sketch comedy my entire life. Same. Because <laughs> <laughs> like he started on all that. Then he had Keenan Cal, which isn't sketch comedy. That's a sitcom. But you know, then he had Keenan and then like Good Burger. He's the longest running performer on SNL ever. He's been mm-hmm. on the show for like 17 years. Yep. Which is wild to think about. He's just like the best. I just, I love him. He's the best. He's one of the best character, like performers on that show. Absolutely. Ever. Absolutely. Did you see see Keegan-Michael Key's um, opening monologue of SNL? Mm, I did watch it. I don't remember anything about it. Okay. So his episode was like low-key one of my favorites. Like it was really good. So Keenan came out in the middle of it and he was like, I just want to get one thing straight. We are not the same person. <laughs> and he was like, I'm Keenan and he's Keegan. <laughs> like, and it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Love Keegan Michael Key. Uh, so he's one of my like top five favorite human beings to ever exist. Like he makes me so happy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I, I realized him. I just did not open any of the Broadway briefings this week. Because also, the Book of Mormon announced their return date. Which I've been very wary about. November 5th. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I'm like, um, like, they said they're doing, like, they have, like, a meeting or something to discuss, like. It says, before the show returns, its writers, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, and Robert Lopez, plan to participate in rehearsals with the cast and with the cast this fall and discuss areas of concern and potential changes. Their participation comes after several Black cast members wrote the writers last summer, expressing unease over the depiction of the Ugandan villagers in the musical and the racial stereotypes it may engender. Well, and here's the thing with that, though, is like at that point, I just wouldn't even reopen it. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, because that's such a huge part of the show. Like, that's such a large chunk of it that it's like you're going to change it and then you're going to like turn it into a show that no one's going to want to see because people who watch who are book of mormon fans are like south park fans and they're very unapologetic about like everything that they think is funny and so they're going to go see it and be like what is this this isn't the show that i like do you know what i mean but i also think that if they do make these changes that'll make people want to see this new version of it which is also true but then it's like I don't like I I've just never been a Book of Mormon fan I don't think it's good or funny like I just I've never really liked it I've seen it a couple times I've just like I don't know what I just it's not for me I guess but like my sister I'm sorry my sister who does not like musicals has like zero (laughs) interest in seeing musicals wanted to see it and I was like because she's a South Park fan um and like I don't I don't know it's just not not my thing but I just, I also am surprised at how long it's run. Like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's been 10 years. Right, like I'm shocked that like it's run that long on Broadway. That's weird. Not in like a bad way, just like I'm like. And I do think that looking at that and and when you do think, you know, how how society has shifted and what they deem socially acceptable, which mm-hmm. is different than being acceptable in general. Yeah you know, it was a lot more, like, if you think about 2011, 2010, you know, it, it was rude and crass and didn't really, yeah. it was insensitive. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting to see what changes are made. Like, I wonder if they're going to, like, lean deeper into being a Mormon is weird, which is what that show is, like, really, like, like the song I believe is very much like here are all facts like this song is all like straight facts yeah but it is also done completely as a joke yeah so I do think it's interesting it is interesting I'm I probably intrigued. still won't see it but like <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna see it no I am intrigued to see how I know people will talk about the changes, so like I'll read on the I'll read about the changes, but I'm not I don't really care enough to see it. Yeah, um, I do remember though it was so funny because I remember I was at work one day and I was talking to my coworker and I was like, 
talking about like Broadway reopenings and everything and she was like has anyone like said anything about I was like no we like no because this was months this was like ages ago and um I was like I said it in like November of last year and I was like I can almost guarantee you the Book of Mormon won't be able to reopen unless they release a statement saying they're going to have a discussion or do something. And then literally two months later in like January, they made that announcement. And I was like, Janisa, I freaking told you. <laughs> I was like, freaking, I sat here and I told you. And she's like, you did. She was like, I'm impressed. I was like, I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> I, I always forget about Book of Mormon. It's not a show that ever that I ever think about no it's no. I'm always like yeah that's it's playing at the it's playing at the O'Neill I'm just like that's that's... when I think about like Book of Mormon fans I'm like they're genuinely just like I don't see them often enough to like for the show to pop up into my mind I don't think that they're very like present I think it's very interesting because you have like these rabid fan bases about some of these longer running shows you know like Phantom mm -hmm. and you have like, Book of Mormons is very it's very much like a very niche audience that is very, very strong but I never hear anything from ever yeah yeah it's weird um, but they also announced okay so and that it's very interesting about Book of Mormon because um Harvey Weinstein not Harvey Weinstein ugh, the other one what's his name Rudin Scott Rudin may as well be the same person <laughs> they are the same person to me <laughs> they're like on the same level of terrible to me <laughs> um Scott Rudin uh will not be a part of like this new not new production but he you know it says plans to reopen plans to return to Broadway this fall without producer Scott Rudin now going over to To Kill a Mockingbird did they say the same thing yeah yeah I'm well because sure. I'm pretty sure that they did uh, if I remember correctly been a few days since that announcement came out so I don't really yeah. remember exactly but they announced To Kill a Mockingbird is coming back with original cast members Jeff Daniels yeah Jeff Daniels and Celia King Bulger who I bad, like adore. yeah they're Celia great Bulger, who won the Tony for her performance and then She's amazing. Jeff Daniels who I just love how can you not love Jeff Daniels like love he's him. he's the best are you kidding me y'all remember RV <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, so RV is that like one of the funniest movies insane. because freshman year of high school, my social studies teacher, so he's like my intro to law and government teacher. Um, he the first day of class, the first thing he said to us was the government doesn't give a shit about you. And I just want you guys to know that. Like he was like, the government sucks, and they don't he was very much Ron Swanson, and it was so funny. And um so then the whole the whole freaking year, every time we would walk into the room and see the projector screen down, we were like, we're watching RV guys. <laughs> we watched RV seven times that year. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, someone's a big Josh Hutcherson fan. <laughs> you have Josh Hutcherson, JoJo. And uh, it was during Perry. the Hunger Games phase of my life. So my friend and I, every time we walked in, we were like, Josh Hutcherson, <laughs> even though he's the worst. <laughs> the, the parents, the parents are Robin Williams and Cheryl Hines. Iconic. The kids are Josh Hutcherson and Jojo. Iconic. Then you have like the quote unquote weird family. Yes. Uh, the father is Jeff Daniels. The mother is Kristen Chenoweth. The son, one of the sons, I think there's two sons and a daughter. One of the sons is Hunter Parrish. Yes. I don't remember who the other two are. I forget Hunter Parrish is in it and then it comes up and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like, what an icon. <laughs> They're supposed to be like the country family. Yeah. Like homeschools their kids from the road. Yes. Very interesting. Oh, um, that movie is iconic. Anyway, it does say um, from Deadline, Aaron Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird will return to Broadway on Tuesday, October 5th at the Schubert Theater with Jeff Daniels in a limited engagement reprising his role, originating role as Atticus Finch and Celia Kim Bulger returning to her Tony Award winning performance as Scout Finch. What do they mean by a limited engagement? Is that just his? He's, He's only going to be there for a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. Because it would have said, it would have said Jeff Daniels and Tony Award winning Celia Kim Bulger and in a limited engagement, but it just said it for his. So it's probably just him. Yeah. Wasn't Ed Harris playing the role? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
Which she's always someone I forget about. They announced the tour cast and then things have like slipped through because of pandemic. Yeah. I wonder if Nick Robinson is going to return as Scout or uh, Zen. Smile. There's something about him. You know what? He's so cute. Love him. Have you seen a teacher on Hulu? No. So it's based on a movie, which I think is based on a book or the book is based on the movie. I can't remember. The movie's from like 2013. I saw the movie after I saw the show on Hulu and it was like an FX Hulu series. It was like a mini series. So it's like a sixth episode, I think, mini series as Nick Robinson and Rooney Mara's sister, whose name? Kate Mara. Kate Mara. Thank you. Um, and it's literally, it's super uncomfy. Like it, they give you like content warnings at the beginning of every episode because it's about like a teacher and a student, high school student having an affair. Um, and it was so good like it got me hooked in the first like five minutes of it like it's amazing it's so good um highly recommend watching it nick robinson is so good at it i was so impressed with him in that in that show and then the movie's just weird like i don't really recommend the movie as much as the show but i recommend watching both but the show is definitely better when they announced him as gem i was like yes he's just so cute (laughs) also when they announced Gideon Glick as Dill. I, I love like, Gideon Glick. You mean perfection? You mean perfect casting? Do you remember when he showed up in Ocean's 8? Yes. <laughs> I remember sitting in the theater with my best friend and I went into Ocean's 8 with like zero expectations because I was like, go went in with like, I love uh, Sandra Bullock and Mindy Kaling. And Rihanna. I loved like the entire cast. Like I was like so excited about the entire cast, but I was like, but as we all know, women-led films directed by men can fall through the cracks very quickly and not be super Did a man direct that film? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It was What's-His-Face that also directed the first Hunger Games movie, actually. <laughs> um, Gary Russell, maybe? Could be wrong right. about that. I think it's Gary Russell. So I went and see this movie. Zero expectations, except for I love this whole cast. So like, I was like, I'm watching this for the women. Love them. And, but it's like, honestly, one of my go-to like comfort movies. Like it is one of my faves. I'm obsessed with it. And we were like sitting there and then like he shows up and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> He's like kidding, look. <laughs> and Anna like had no idea who he was. And I was like, I'll like give you the lowdown on who kidding, look as soon as we get out of here. But I was like, but he just like showed up. <laughs> that movie was just like one big, like constant, who else is gonna show up in this film? Dakota Fanning just like shows up in it. The Kardashians. Al Fanning. Al Fanning. No, it was Dakota. It was Al Fanning. Swear to God, it was Dakota. It was Al Fanning. Look it up. Okay. I, I literally thought... watched it last week. It was Al Fanning. <laughs> Eight. Dakota Fanning. It was Al. It says Dakota Fanning. It was not. I was watching it last week. Swear to God, it says Dakota Fanning as Penelope Stern. Hold on. Val. Hold on. Wikipedia says it. Google Was that during that era? Gary Ross, not Gary Russell. Who's Gary Russell? Um, Was that during that era where like Dakota and Elle looked like the same person? <laughs> I don't think they looked like the same person ever. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. My brain does not, I can't tell the difference half the time. But I'm not a big Dakota fanning person. I'm really not a big Elle fanning person either, but that may be what it is. I just, I think I just don't care enough to really know. Um, I'm on like the page that's like all these like cameos you missed. I'm like, I caught all these, but thank you. Like they're like Anna Wintour. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt she was going to be in this movie at some point. Obviously, oh my God. And most of these, these uh other cameos are people from like the Met Gala. I don't know why I thought it was Elle Fanning. Why? Because she plays like she's playing a role that made it seem like it was Elle Fanning because Elle Fanning plays like those like young ingenue naive like the with the naivete of like a new actress and that's just what I was associated with and that was the character. I think that's what it was. Okay. I don't know. I just think they look like the same person. If you say so. I don't care enough. Um, anyway, the Sarah Silverman musical, The Bedwetter, 
is going to be making its world premiere at Atlantic Theater Company, which I think is very I've interesting. I've heard nothing about that. I don't know. What so it's, it's based on Sarah Silverman's autobiography. Oh, I'm not a big Sarah Silverman person. I don't know. Well, it so what's interesting about it is um, it was supposed to be, it was Sarah Silverman, so the, the headline is, Sarah Silverman, Adam Schlesinger, musical, The Bedwetter, sets 2022 Broadway, off, sorry, off-Broadway world premiere, um, and it's part of the Atlantic Theater Company's 21-22 season, and yeah, it was like, it was supposed to be them, and then unfortunately, Adam Schlesinger died from COVID a year ago, and I think it's gonna be very interesting, because you know, he was also supposed to be writing the music for the adaptation of The Nanny. Oh, yeah. Brand Drescher's The Nanny, which everyone mm-hmm. is like, um, if you don't cast Leslie and Margarita in that, what are you doing? See, <laughs> though, I feel the same way. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, it got very dark all of a sudden. I'm just not realizing. What else is happening? So, like staring at a computer screen with the ring light right at me. So like I didn't realize how dark it was. What else is happening? Um, nothing of that. Okay. Broadway League and Actors Equity reach agreement on touring COVID-19 protocols. Oh. The Broadway League and Actors Equity have reached an agreement on safety protocols for the North American touring productions. The protocols, which require all touring members of the company to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19, call for cast, crew, and musicians to wear masks and maintain physical distancing unless performing on stage or if doing so interferes with the functions of the job, as in the case of brass or woodwind musicians. Which I think is interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, you know, as long as everyone feels safe, but... Right. At some point, masks are going to go away. But is that going to happen before tours resume? You know? I doubt it. Because I think like the... I think they're still going to... I don't know. I think their masks are still going to exist. Because like at work, I still have to wear a mask. Because they haven't told us if we're gonna stop because like Kentucky's lifted all mandates pretty much and so is Kelly. So, like, right and so like I feel like it's gonna happen just because I'm, I'm hoping it happens solely because I hate like I'm so sick of getting yelled at by stupid people yeah. I literally was like yelled at the other day and she was like I can't hear you through that goddamn mask and I was like okay let's relax because like I know I'm speaking clearly enough for you to hear me but go off um she was just pissed from the beginning of the conversation, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think within the next couple of months, we'll see like pretty much masks are going to be done away with. Because the, the first show I have tickets to is in August. Right? Two months. It's in August. Mm-hmm. Two months from yesterday. I think it's August 17th or maybe it's August 18th. I don't know. Maybe it's today. Um, and I don't know if masks are going to be required. Right. I still don't know if like certain, cause certain storefronts, like I went into Starbucks the other day and they still have their like masks required. And I don't know if it's like, they just haven't taken it down or if Starbucks hasn't removed that policy in my area. I saw one at our grocery store the other day, but like, for some reason it had something crossed out on it, but it wasn't the correct word. And so I was like, so are they? (laughs) So what is But then I went, I didn't, I wasn't wearing one and I went in because it was late and there wasn't that many people. There was a lot of people at checkout, but like there wasn't anyone like in the store. And so like, I didn't feel uncomfortable like not wearing one, but I went in and there was like no one wearing one. And I was like, okay, so it's not that big of a deal interesting but also around here it's not really been a big deal for quite some time <laughs> because while you do and have I a democratic governor and i but i do know that the majority of the people around here aren't vaccinated and that stresses me out so like when i'm in like my hometown i wear a mask when i'm in lexington where i work and like where i spend most of my time 
never never wear one because I know that most of those people are vaccinated (laughs) yeah like I'm going to a baseball game next week I'm not going to be wearing a mask it's outside it's hot baseball baseball is the worst sport to have to watch with a mask yeah also (laughs) also I'm I'm fully vaccinated the person I'm going with is fully vaccinated you're pretty much outside the entire time it's yeah well you are the entire time right like it's like who cares yeah so it's very exciting um that we're moving forward I started Um, crying at Disney in Disney Springs when I was in Florida because I was just like walking around outside without a mask on and I was like (laughs) I'm worried like I'm worried that like my friend and I are gonna sit down we're both gonna have like drinks in our hand we're gonna sit down I'm just gonna start weeping it's emotional like it's insanely emotional like because I've where I've been home and like I've been going out because like my sister works at a bar and like I work five seconds from where her bar is so like I go out a lot now and I've been going to that bar and then like two other ones like on the regular and for the most part I'm outside at her bar and the other one is like a garage door that's like open so it's like all open air and whatever mm-hmm. and so I've been going out a lot and like drinking and just hanging out and it's super emotional like I will come home and just be like I turned 21 two weeks before the shutdown so like getting to do this now is like crazy weird yeah like I feel so good (laughs) I feel the best I felt in a long time it's exciting especially like now that summer is happening and there's a lot of events happening especially like around where I am because it's like next week I'm going to a baseball game then I'm going to see a comedy show and then you know in July I'm all going to another baseball game and then in August I'm going to go to see Hamilton and then I'm going to be on a plane and then I'm going to be in bake like this summer I'm just gonna be like so overwhelmed <laughs> I know, I'm so excited like I when I was in Florida I had the best time when I was in Florida with my friend like we had so much fun the entire time and I was like last time I was in Florida the only thing we really got to do that was like going out we went to Disney Springs for a night like just to get drinks and stuff and then went back to Tampa and then we did like a day in Disney um just in Magic Kingdom and like we were fully masked the entire time whatever and and they were only at like 35 percent capacity at that time so like there wasn't a ton of people I didn't feel uncomfortable doing it and so that was fun but that was only like a day and a half of like super fun going out things and so we were like super like we were just cooped up a lot of the time and like that's rare like when I'm in Florida we're usually like out and like doing stuff and so like it was weird but like this this last time that I went I was like I don't think I've had this much fun in my entire life like I was like we were thriving like the entire thing was just like a giant Instagram photo shoot and it was just like and if you guys follow me on Instagram you know that like I was literally posting every single day like recaps of my day and I was posting reels which are new for me and I'm super excited about it like I'm very into them now but highly recommend just like spending a week with your best friend going out and having fun <laughs> like fully vaxxed like it's thrilling yeah um Harvey Firestein donates 2.5 million dollars for the public library theater lab exciting so it says Firestein has donated 2.5 million dollars to create a new theater lab at the library's Lincoln Center campus a dedicated educational space where students and the general public will be able to attend programs drawing on its vast holdings of photographs, scripts, recordings, set models, costumes, and other materials. Live theater is live theater. You do it and that's it, said Firestein. I don't know why you put ages, like 67. Without a library collecting this stuff, our whole history disappears. Love that. Thanks. Thanks, Harv. Love him. Love that for us. Make me smile. I am. He's someone that just like makes me feel so warm inside. <laughs> He's just like the sweetest. Love him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty much all that's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Can you think of anything else? Mm. Not real. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. The Dodgers are playing in. Also. Now. Katie and I are going to be starting like a mini series on our podcast in the coming yes. weeks. Gearing up next week. We're doing starting next week. So gearing up for Schmigadoon, we will be doing a little mini series leading up to and probably for like a week after our Schmigadoon episode. 
which I should make it an episode will feature a special guest. I'm very excited about it because she's someone that I adore. Um, and we are going to be doing a mini series about golden age musicals, which is one of my favorite topics in the whole world. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited. We're going to be watching Brigadoon for the episode before our Schmigadoon episode. Because have you seen it, Katie? Because I haven't. No. Yeah. So neither of us have seen Brigadoon. Um, so I'm very excited to watch that. I actually, it was so funny because the day I was thinking about like, oh, I need to go to Half Price Books and buy a copy of it because I didn't want to buy it online. I wanted like a DVD because I have a whole binder of Golden Age musical movies. Um, the day of my mom's friend came for like dinner or something, it was like Memorial Day, she came for dinner and she brought me like a whole bunch of Golden Age musicals and one of them was Brigadoon and I was like, perfect. <laughs> I didn't need to buy it, I was like, what a treat. So we're going to be doing an episode on Brigadoon. We're going to be doing an episode just like on Golden Age musicals in general. And then I think we'll probably pick like another Golden Age musical to do something on state fair so. state fair state fair maybe i don't know Katie really wants state fair <laughs> i love state fair i haven't seen it since i was like little so i don't really remember i want to do because he's the worst he was the worst but i just i love gene kelly musicals because that's like one of the things i grew up on was gene kelly movie musicals so the man could dance but he wasn't a great person yeah but i love watching him dance <laughs> I like it as much. It's like the way I feel watching Derek Hoff dance because they're literally like I swear to you, Derek Hoff is like his talent is Gene Kelly reincarnated. Like it's insane. Um, <laughs> but like I don't know, Gene Kelly man. Growing up, I was obsessed with him. Singing in the Rain was like a huge part of my childhood. So that's never seen it. <laughs> Maybe we should do freaking. <sighs> Let's do Singing in the Rain at some point. That's a golden age musical, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Debbie Reynolds makes my heart so happy. Okay, we'll do that one at some point. Miss her. Um, anyway, Jill. I started crying the other day just thinking about Debbie Reynolds, but it's fine. <laughs> find us online, Jill. Um, we are at Thoughts Shared Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, and I am at It's Jill Hayes on all social media platforms. If you want to see me emotional on things other than the podcast. And if you want to follow me, I'm Katie. You can follow me on Instagram at Complete Katie or on TikTok at Katie Fornia. It's a blast. Come, come follow, come join. Cake. I'm going to go eat chocolate cake and watch SVU. So I'm going to go have dinner. All right. Goodbye. Um. <laughs>